two, okay. one. Minor details. We're back for yet another edition. I'm your host, Chimp. And Marcus. On August 29th, we're reaching the end of the month. And it doesn't feel like summer is gone, but it is. <laughs> Are you ready for the solstice? Pretty much. I'm ready. I'm ready for warm, um, colder climate. Colder? Colder climate? Cooler, I cooler, would say. <laughs> yeah. Cooler climate. I don't know, but it's Miami, so it's like hot regardless. Oh, but that breeze. I can't wait for that cold breeze. It's like for a second, and then the fucking sun beats you down it. with a goddamn hammer. I'll take it. So what are we talking about? We are talking today. about the <laughs> website. <laughs> uh, AudioGhost.Miami. Please visit us. You'll see all our episodes. And today we are starting something new. Um, it's going to be Chimps. What was it again? Y- the Manga the one, Power. <laughs> yeah, I gave you the... I the, put in my name suggestions and and I put in my two-piece, all right? This is your thing. Chimps Manga Power Hour. <laughs> Chimps Manga Power Hour. We went with that one, folks. Or maybe the manga corner i don't know a manga corner manga power hour let us know so we're gonna talk about a Which manga one sounds ri- more ridiculous and this is something that i recently purchased um it was just a random purchase i was at my local uh corporately owned bookstore oh and i was like you know what i want to buy some manga. that was a different direction locally corporate owned bookstore but i thought it'll... you were gonna go with like locally fucking hipster cafe inside a library because they would sell manga right (laughs) hell yeah they would every like you realize the progression of manga in america is so crazy now you go in a bookstore and find like whole beforehand like when i was growing up it was like a tiny little shelf area for like japanese manga and it was only the popular ones nowadays it's like takes up whole rows it's definitely gotten a lot more mainstream um in my job i like um, I, I helped teach this virtual class and we were on break and I was talking to one of the other guys and he's, uh, he's, he's also into manga. So we we're just talking and talking as people are, are coming in from their break. You guys are talking about anime. You guys are talking about anime. Each person that came back had the same reaction. You guys are talking about anime. Oh my God. <laughs> it's taken over, man. And new, I it mean, has. and these weren't, weren't all kids. They were, you know, like late twenties, early thirties, even some older people were like, Oh yeah, yeah my kids love that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's. <laughs> It's like um something that like I remember the first anime influence I ever saw or anything was from Toonami. Yeah. And that was that was pretty much it. But yes, we are so speaking this is, about manga. Yes, this is not from my youth. We have spoken about manga before, just clarify this. Oh yeah, yes. plenty of times. So we never really In focused our on episode, it. We talked about Old Boy, but that was more of like we spoke about the manga and comparing the film. We've always compared the manga and the film. Um uh we did it with uh, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell, yes. Uh, but this is going to be strictly manga because there is no counterpart. No. Nope. No animation. No counterpart. counterpart. I had to read this. This is a whole new thing for me. I know. Marcus read. It was great. Yeah, it was amazing. I'm but amazed I could read sometimes. It's a thick book, but it's a pretty quick read in my opinion because it just kind of flows. This is Ode to Kirihito by Ozamu Tezuka. Yeah, it's not a huge like manga series, tell you the truth. Um, I think it only has like 30, 20 chapters. It was like 800 and so pages, 820 pages. Yeah, but like in chapters... That would be like 20 or. I don't know. Good question. Yeah. 
But it's not a it's not a huge read. It's not. It didn't take me. I mean, granted, it did take me a couple days to read because I was just doing other shit. But if yeah. I were to sat down and read front to cover, it would have been done in like a, at least two hours. But I definitely like to break it up because it allows you like to think about what you read and like kind of like you know absorb it and then read more the next day or the next couple of days. So you know it's it's good to do it in bite sizes rather than just binge watching a whole season. Yeah. Like well, again, I did parts because I was just doing other shit. No, I know, I know. But that's if fine. I could have done it in one all one go, I, that's how I like to read my manga. I like to just go in one go because no. I don't like to leave off. I like to just know right there and then. But that's just me. But uh, but I. So this is a little bit of an older manga. Yes, this is this from is 1970, 1971. Yes, originally serialized in Big Comic in Japan, and, and it wasn't. Okay. Oh, this is from the same author who did Astro Boy too. Yes, he's famous for Astro Boy. That was when he was writing more like, I guess, 60s shonen kind of like, you know, for, for, for young boys. Yeah, for kids. Exactly. And then during this period in the 70s, there was what, what was called um, like a Gekiga period, which translates to um, dramatic pictures. And a lot of manga artists were doing more uh, um, dramas, adu- uh, more dramas, yeah. more adult themes, more um, sane thrillers. Mm-hmm. And this was Tezuka's response to that. He was he was he was influenced by that, and he wrote these great great works and influenced many others. And this is a part of that. Ode to Kirihito. Ode to Kirihito. Let's talk a little bit about the the, the author. Yeah, so he was born in like 1929, I believe, in Japan. 1928, yeah. 1928, yes. And grew up, you know, uh, expecting to be like a doctor, I believe. He was um, in a strict Japanese household. And then decided, nope, my direction in life is going to be making mangas and stuff. Which props to him. You know, I imagine growing up in that type of environment... You're expected, especially in like a Japanese household, you're expected to be like the, the 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 continuation of like a lineage or something. Right. But he was like, no, I'm just going to do my own thing. Which, back to the manga real quick, uh, the all the medical stuff, it just seems right. Seems like right for the time it was written. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, he obviously lived through the war. Um, his, 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 you know, like his great, great, great grandfather, his great grandfather were doctors. His father was a, a freaking, oh, his grandfather was a lawyer. So for your son to suddenly say, you know what? F- fuck being yeah, a doctor. Fuck all that. I'm going to go draw comics. Draw comics. <laughs> you got to give hey, him props man, he, for that. He pursued his passion. And he is definitely. And suffered for it. One of them, the big wigs. Uh, they call him the godfather of manga. Yeah, he's. I I um I'm familiar with Astro Boy and it is like I mean I didn't watch it for when it came out or whatever I just discovered it when I was learning about the history of how anime came to America and I realized that one of those old like 1960 cartoons of Astro Boy that came to America that was also one of the few instances of the East coming over to the West. Right. Yeah. My only other um. There's this one manga called Pluto. It wasn't by him. It wasn't by... Um, but this is, this was by Naoki Urasawa, which is another great manga artist that we definitely have to talk about. But uh, but this was very influenced, I would say, by Tezuka. And it was actually supervised by Tezuka's son. 
So that's really interesting. Really, yeah, this is a great one. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk about. He but, definitely influenced a whole generation oh, yeah. of people. That's for sure. So let's get a little bit more into the manga. So this was more of a medical thriller. More of a medical thriller, which he did blackjack. Right. And I can kind of see the beginnings of that blackjack series in this. I don't know. Blackjack was already being made. It was after. It was after. Okay. So yeah, I I really like the medical drama aspect to this manga. It, It is very interesting. And I do like how he positions people in the sense of, he places the people in certain spots to signify that they're in power without trying to say that, right? They don't need people. There are some instances in the manga where people would speak about like the head doctor guy, but for the most part, I like how he presents the characters at different moments in the manga. Right. So real quick, it's uh, basically about um, a a young doctor intern and all the stuff that happens to him. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a disease going around called the Mammon disease, which turns people into essentially dogs. Yeah, it, it changes. Beasts. It changes their facial structure, their, their bone structure. It, it, it makes their, their their bones more brittle. Yeah, um, they they start looking more like dogs, like you said, gives them a snout. And if it's left to um, to, to continue, they eventually die because their body just dies of atrophy. Yeah, yeah. But this is mostly in. In very remote villages um, in Japan. Later, they find out in in South Africa as well, and it's basically the story of trying to figure out the truth. The to truth, what right. is going on with not just the disease, although the disease itself is a mystery within itself. And again, not to give away too much, it doesn't really dive in too deep about the disease, but more around the disease and how people. Uh, try to hide certain statistical facts or they're trying to create a superficial uh, power dynamic right yeah the thriller comes from basically corruption yeah corruption in in this um japanese medical society and we'll definitely talk about um corruption a lot in today's episode but it's basically between um the head of one hospital and this young doctor, they both have different ideas of what the disease actually is, whether it's caused by a virus or whether it's endemic for, you know. Yeah, there's different... whether it has like a root cause. Right. But yeah. of course, the difference is one is a young intern at, at a hospital and the other one is the head of the hospital. So there, that's where the corruption lies, because one is able to use his position, his power and his standing to get what he wants. Yes. And that's what really sets the story in motion. And, and aside from that, aside from... The medical drama it's also about you know the, the the human experience and really themes that we talk about before is like what it means to be a human but we're, we're usually t- talking cyberpunk here um you know if i was suddenly turned into a dog and it, like i would look different you know and people are going to treat me different and i may think of myself different it's going to have a radical change on what i think of myself and what i think of life so yeah uh, a couple of uh, we watch a couple of the characters, mainly the uh, the main character, Doctor Osanai, by the way. Doctor Osanai, and um, and then uh, another character, and we see how they deal with these changes in their in their lives and how they find their resolution. Yes, well, these changes are brought upon them, right? Right, they're not they didn't willingly become um, part of the mammon disease or part becoming under that uh, transformation. Um, just a side thing what i get real good notes of from this manga especially at the beginning with the village hp lovecraft feels <laughs> i really like that i like how there's a 
medical doctor and he, he goes to a village. He goes to a village under the pretenses with his um with the head doctor giving him the okay to go investigate this village. But again, he goes there because of this disease, almost like um in other HP Lovecraft uh works. It's usually the beginnings through like a medical patient and they're going like they're going crazy or something and a doctor or somebody was investigating the cause like this is the start of it like somebody going crazy or whatever right and i like that i like i like that type of beginning in a lot of thrillers uh, again especially hp lovecraft work that's like almost the pinnacle stuff right of his beginnings of his work so i really like the beginning of this manga in the sense of the story of the narrative how it's progressing I'm not a huge fan of certain characters and how they were written, but I do really like the whole message of corruption and and the how the doctors, the head people, are not always going to help the greater good. They're going to look for themselves. Right, and we have to remember that, that like like we said, um, our, 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 our author here, um, Tezuka, did train to be a doctor. He comes from a line of doctors, so he, he does have... I mean, I would assume yeah. some insight in that world, at least in Japan. Yeah, I, I and, definitely and how feel, you viewed it. Yeah, I definitely feel when the main uh, antagonist, the head doctor, when he speaks to other people, I do feel that he has a sense of like, like um, self-importance. Yeah, like self-importance, <laughs> self-righteous for sure. And he believes he's the one that's right, and so that's definitely yeah. our our main villain. Um, he's the head doctor of M Hospital, Doctor Tatsugaura. And he really is the one who switches, who flips the switch. Um, we won't. We're gonna kind of, kind of assume that you've read the book, and we definitely encourage you to read it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good read. Um, just a very quick. It is. It's a very good thriller. That's what I will say. That's how I'll put it. It's a great thriller. If you're into that, if you're into corruption, if you're into that like power dynamic, definitely check this manga out. So basically, um, because other people oppose him, and now this is someone who also has his um, sights set on the presidential chair of the Japanese Medical Association, um, the, the JMA. So he has his own his own agenda. He's trying to uh, put out this paper on on because he thinks that Manmal disease is caused by virus. And it's funny because he doesn't really do much of the work. It's just his ideas, and he has his lackeys, his interns, to just prove his points. To, yeah, to like yeah. do the work. Really, like you write the paper, you go do the studies, and then I'm going to present it at this at this huge medical conference. And of course, it's going to be around the same time that they're going to vote for you know this 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 like pre- new prestigious position. Or, yeah, you know. So if so, obviously, um, this is like the beginning of corruption, um, at least in, as a theme where this is the head doctor it's supposed to be a prestigious position that holds a lot of standing but he's not really acting like a doctor he's acting more like a bureaucrat yeah he's um getting rid of his vows definitely he it's more of it's almost like he's a scientist more than a doctor because he's more trying to prove his own theories right but he's not even trying to that's the thing so he's not even a scientist because if that was the case then he would if um when presented with with other information, he'd he'd have to like re um, recalculate re-evaluate. His, his, exactly. But uh, then again, that whole part of him being greedy—that's him ignoring science and choosing a, a position of power. Hence the hence acting like a bureaucrat. Yeah. Hence the corruption. Like it's you yeah. Know, like, I mean, he's like doctor in name, but right. I mean, I guess I just couldn't think of another thing to call him. 
because again he's not really a scientist he has other people do his work and he's very lazy you know he's a very lazy individual he doesn't do any of the work himself he doesn't want to he may have at some point but he now may, yeah <laughs> now he's just he's gotten the power he has the position and, and now he could just assign it to other people and this is definitely symbolized in a couple of early scenes where he's walking through the hospital and all the other doctors follow him in this like giant like groups yeah but like there's th- th- there's really only one small group his inner circle of doctors including dr Rosanai, we'll talk about the main character and dr urabe um another character who's i guess a main character but he's more like the um, morally corrupt <laughs> character i'm gonna call it what it is he's a son of a bitch he's a son of a bitch he's, he's a, a rapist son of a bitch there uh, um by the way there's a lot of rape in this manga so yeah th- that's something that bothers you maybe you don't want to read us but that's the thing <laughs> it's not personally the rape didn't bother me but they weren't there to do anything it was just there in my sense to be like a shock value type of thing and it probably was because i mean we have to remember this was 1970s yeah um japan and i, I really think he was writing more about the time than, than anything yeah but definitely again, shock value compared yeah but with the whole narrative story it doesn't really add anything it doesn't really take away anything like if you were to just take away those parts you could still have a great thriller, you know? But yeah, I agree. Again, it could, like again, maybe this was him trying to break the mold of him being like the Astro Boy or like whatever works he did beforehand. Maybe he was just trying a new style and thought this is what was needed within this style. We'd have to read other other um yeah other other works from work. uh, uh, I know his. Blackjack didn't have that. Well, because Blackjack, remember, Blackjack was was a shonen, and this yeah. is a seinen, so this is specifically adult themes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Maybe because it had the adult theme, he had to just put in stuff like that, just to be like, oh, this is what's in here. Because maybe this was him just dipping his toes, like seeing what this new style incorporates. We should also look at works from this time as well, from other people. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe this was a, th- a theme or, or something that was unheard of in... Didn't Appleseed come Japan. around the 70s? No, it was no? 90s. 90s? Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. 80s, 80s, 80s. 80s, okay. 80s. Yeah, that was... So, um, getting back to the story. So, basically, yeah. Osanai, Dr. Osanai, um, he's our main character. He basically... Let's just call him Dr. Dog for now, because <laughs> that's how he ends up becoming... Yeah, he becomes a... Li- well... So, he gets yeah. sent to this village... Um, by our, our 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 head doctor, Doctor Doctor Tasugara, who would just call him the corrupt doctor for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, corrupt guy, corrupt guy. <laughs> there we go. And um, as the story goes on, you know, you find out that this was actually a setup, and he was. It's meant- a trap. It's a trap. He was meant to be um, to contract this disease, and of course, eventually die or just fall out the picture. Yeah, just uh, hope he just dies and just that's it. Well, he was gone. And and this is another example of the corruption prevalent because when he finally tries to call back to it uh, to to the hospital, his name is erased from the roster of doctors. Yeah. So he's already disappeared. And so, he was an intern too, so he 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 was known with his own peers. Like oh yeah, I remember that was also an an initial struggle. Another reason why he got rid of him is because he was becoming popular. And they decided to kick him. But even though you have that popularity, I would imagine, like if you get your name striked or if somebody comes up with a fake story saying something about your character, like they're going to eat that up. 
and just break contact with you. Right, right. So I mean, so so um, he definitely had to deal with the fact that he was no longer human. I guess you could say. Well, his identity was erased. Right. Yeah, exactly. His very being, the thing he worked hard on, the the life, the the life path he was on set to was now just completely taken away from him by just a few calls and a number and and maybe like a write out or like an erasing maneuver. And it was really on two levels because I mean his face was disfigured. So even to people who doesn't who don't know him as a doctor. They're just visually repulsed and repelled by him. And he doesn't have his identity, literally, because he's now been transformed. And then, so th- th- that's the first level. That's the visual level with people who don't know him. And the second level is, um, as, as, as we were, you were saying, how, like, he's not really a doctor anymore because, I mean, you know, in, in the social standing sense. Yeah, in the sense of... Because he's no longer um, associated with his hospital. Yeah. And really only the, the people who knew him... Um, could say, oh, that's that's Doctor Osanai, but they're so influenced by the main head cor- corrupt doctor that they don't dare open their mouth because, well, that's what the big guy wanted. Yeah, and he got rid of him too. He just sent him to a different village and just basically took away his passport or whatever, made it so he couldn't get back home. Yeah, so that I think, and this was made in the seventies too. He was so meant to die. <laughs> there was there was no like internet. There was none of that, you know. So. Maybe, he, I mean, the only thing he could do was call, and you can't exactly call a head doctor, right? They're going to have, like, a, like, a, like, a, what's the word? Well, it, well uh, it went to the operator. Yeah, like, it went to the operator. And yeah. that's how he found out that, that his name wasn't there anymore. Oh, I'm Dr. I'm Dr. Osanai. So, throughout his, um, he, go, um, he goes through different things. Oh, we haven't even talked about Izumi. Oh, my God. But um, the main character, the thing with him is what I really like about him is that it's also kind of like a reverse Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, where Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, the he the the main character, um, I forgot I forgot the name of the doctor, but um, what's that name? No, no, oh, Dr. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Dr. Jekyll. Oh, Dr. Jekyll, yeah, that's right. Um, he chooses to become Mr. Hyde. Right, because he he's testing like his formula, and he's also liking just being Mister Hyde. Right. Well, in this manga, it, it has like kind of like a reverse effect. The main guy doesn't want to be the 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 mammon disease, the but, monster. Yeah, the monster essentially, but slowly comes to an understanding and knows his place in 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 his place, like in the sense of he feels comfortable with him with himself near the end. And that's what I really like about this character is that he still retains his humanity and he yells it at some panels. You know, he says, I'm, I'm still human. I'm still. And I that's the parts I really like, because even though he's slowly turning into a monster, he still sees himself as a person, of course, which absolutely. affects his you know, worldviews. And it gets challenged later on in the manga. His own worldviews gets challenged and. An outside influence convinces him that no, he's still a doctor. Right. He 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 he. So he definitely meets a lot of different people. He goes through hell first. He gets 
raped by a dog. He gets he gets sold into slavery. Yeah, a lot of bad things happen oh, to this my guy. God, yeah. everyone just dies you around read him. It, man, like, <laughs> we can say it, but like you yeah. gotta you gotta read it. But so then, it, um, so he starts meeting different people, and to me, like, um, it's these. It's these, I guess, misfits, uh, freaks, for, for lack of a better word, like people who aren't, you know, he obviously, like we were saying, he comes from this, like, this social standing. And these people, um, he starts meeting people who are at the bottom of this social standing. Yeah. And who don't really care too much about how people see them. Like, they're just trying to survive. So... And even they treat him bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, it's that sense that they're uneducated to some form because right. remember, he's a doctor. So he knows what's going on with the mammon disease. He knows like what's up with it. While other people, they're stuck with the paranoia. Right. And it's not their fault even because if I remember in when they're in Africa, it's like they purposely have it. So they, they blame the mammon disease for lower class people that it only affects lower class people. Right. So that social stigma kind of forces people to create a separation, you know, and. But but even in places like when when he was in China, like they had never seen that before. But yeah. as, as soon as they see him, like people think, oh, this person must be a monster or a demon. Yeah, like a, he needs to be killed. Yeah, he, he needs to be straight up murked. So people either want to kill him or if use I saw a, like a human dog person. I don't know. I wouldn't try to understand their position in life. <laughs> I would just be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You take out your gun and start shooting? Well, that's America, man. <laughs> if, if if you're turning into a dog or whatever, just, just don't come to it. If you're in America, you're fucked. I don't know. I mean, that's what people... Will... Europe, they might try to run at you with knives or, like, I don't know, try to beat you with, like, a piece of wood. But you can still... If you're a half dog, man, you could, you could run away. Could run away from that. Can't run. You can't outrun a bullet. <laughs> uh, that's what they were trying to do to him in, in fucking China. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. They were trying to. I remember um, in the African village, they had like guns. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like pointing at him and stuff like that. So that's that's an interesting thing because um, once again, 1970s, this is um, during, you know, the apartheid era in South Africa. Yeah. And which um, quick and, note. Uh, Paul Simon played at the apartheid, I think in the 80s or something, because it happened again, right? Um, great show. <laughs> yes, please listen to our um, our episode. I don't remember which one it was. I think it was... Did we talk about Paul Simon? Yeah, we listened to that one song. Graceland? Going to Graceland. Damn, oh, Graceland, bam, bam. yeah. That's a good song. Check that out, please. Yes, I'm curious. Hear, I hear think, us talk about I think that, that. was Time for Tunes. Was, yeah, Time Time for Tunes. I, I, that's why I named the episode. Tiny Tunes. Tiny Tunes. <laughs> so one of our music episodes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, so at one point, the story does take us to South Africa, and that's where we meet one of the other... She's not really a main character. She's more of a side character, but she's kind of going through some of the same stuff that the, the main character, Dr. Osanai, is. Yeah. And um, so this is this is South Africa, and, and obviously you had apartheid, and you had um, racial hierarchy between the... Um, the rich white people the dutch um the rich white dutch not re- not even rich they're just the ones who are in power yeah and because then, they were white and then and then you had the poor um south africans the, the yeah, obviously poor black, black guys in um but specifically a part of a village yeah and, and he's trying to help like the main a village elder 
while he's at this village. That was in China. That's that's a different scene. Oh, that was a different one. That a different oh, that's scene. in China. Okay. Remember, this is this is Helen. This is Helen. Helen. Oh, Helen. Helen. Yes. Because yes. Urabe, because um, Urabe went to, to 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 go get her, and then he realizes that, oh, I th- okay. So Osanai basically was going against the mains. Um, corrupt head doctor's idea of what this disease was about uh, he um the, the head corrupt doctor was saying it was supposed to be a virus but also is saying no it's not a virus the, the virus has not been isolated it's probably having to do with something else with the water uh, something about the natural water coming from that village is what's causing the disease uh but he was before he was able to prove that um, the head doctor gets rid of him. Gets rid of him, mafia style. So Urabe is another doctor of, of the hospital who was close with Osanai and who had read his work. And then when he was when he was sent to South Africa to to get this one lady who was also affected by um, by Monmouth's sister Helen Fries, he also sees as he's doing research, he realizes, oh, you know, this is, Basically, it's something similar to what Urabe, uh, to yeah, what he was, was discovering saying. in right. the village or whatever. But from there, we discovered this, yeah, the character Saint Helen, and um, in my opinion, she is she does have dynamics to her, but she has like one view. She has like one world view and just sticks to that view. Right, but I'm sorry, real fast, so just so, so just finish up the the idea of that. Um, so. They these Japanese do go um, when Doctor Urabe goes to 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 South Africa. Even though he's kind of treated with respect to some sense because he's you know he, he's a doctor, they still treat him like a fucking um, I, I forgot what they call him like. Um, oh, um, they call him like Jap or something like. Yes, yeah, so, 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 they they some say some like yellow bastard. Yeah, they like they that. say some de- derogatory term. Yeah, so it towards was, him because they're just like paranoid. Well, I mean, it was it was these um, these racist Dutch, like you know, like that was their version of the once again social standing, social hierarchy. What yeah. theirs was based on race, this, 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 this yeah. racial hierarchy, the racial shit. And this virus was um, well, not the virus, but um, the mama disease was only appearing in these poor um, uh, uh, black poor South Africans. Yeah. And the um, Urabe went to go get the sister Helen Fries, which was not a poor black South African. She was she was like a missionary. Yeah, and she, and she was white. Yeah, and so basically, that couldn't get out. And the head of that church tried killing her. Yep. So tried it, straight up murking her. So that's a nice little parallel between the um, the medical corruption um, and the social hierarchy in Japan that Osanai went through. And what Sister Helen Fries is, is going through, which basically, you know, this this racial hi- hi- hierarchy is trying to get rid of her because her ex- her very existence it breaks their idea, it breaks their mold. Same thing. They also- don't want it to get out because the problem with that is that you would start educating other people, and the poor communities would learn of it and realize, hey, it's not just us. So why are we be tra- being treated like shit? Yeah, and it's it's just a. a, a- I definitely think it's it's a, a um a direct parallel to exactly what Osanai represented to that social hierarchy. Yeah, his ideas would have destroyed the, the the head doctor. Yeah, which they um, which he does he does get some form of justice in that sense. Um, which this is why I like the main character a lot too is that um, through the reading I really felt like there was a growth with this character. Like when I first see him in the first panel, he's like the regular working dude, and he, 
I I got the feeling that he wanted to be part of the higher up of the doctor stuff, right? Right. And I also think that entails like the corruption part, right? But then being forced to have this corruption happen to him breaks his world views of everything he knew about what he was trained and how his how his upbringing was essentially and through this became i, I want to say a better person you know because he now understands the value of human life yeah he was a part of the machine until the machine turned on him yeah then he he was able to see what the machine for what it was for that's what i like about this manga a lot is the fact that he wanted to be a part of it but then he got the bad side of it. He got in the receiving end of it and then realized, well, if this could happen to me, you know, they could, he, they could get rid of anybody, you know? And that's, that's also why he has his conclusions at the end. He kind of becomes more of like a semi Batman guy where he's like, I gotta have no connections in the sense of, I need to do what's right for the betterment of everything and not my own personal stuff. Right. And um, so there's this one, particular scene where that switch flips for him yeah and it's um it's a baby scene where he uh basically this is toward like the middle center of the story yeah it's like in the middle mid mid section he's he's traveling with some people through the desert in i think it's saudi arabia so somewhere in the middle east uh they're lost in the sand dunes there's lack of water you know they feel like they're gonna die oh my god and there is a baby um, that they found in, in the caves where the baby what survived, baby? but, his, uh, but the, the baby's parents died. So they, they took the baby with them and, and, and they're trying to um, move on. So the baby's on, on the verge of death. On the verge. And at, at one point, even though they're all trying to survive, he, he, um, he decides he's going to kill the baby. Yes. Like, let me take this baby out of this misery because there is no other solution here. Yeah. He's thinking more of like one way like he's thinking more black and white at this point right because of out of all the experiences that's what's been happening to him it's mostly been black but there's been some good moments you know from the result of him transforming in the sense of he found someone he really liked so that person got murked um but there was some form of self-discovery in that sense right but at that point he's at his lowest Right, he's, he's at his lowest, and this is why I really lowest. like this character because we truly see him at his lowest. And again, he's been a lot of shit has happened to this guy, but this moment was when I was reading it particularly very interesting to read. Like, because uh, again, he's in the moment with all the experiences he has. He's just thinking, this thing is just gonna suffer. Like this child is just gonna suffer. Let's just kill it. You know, like I've been through suffering. And I would want to be dead, right? And while you were speaking, I just thought of something about the manga that it didn't click to me before. I wish it did while I was reading it. Remember, the two people are with him. One is encouraging him to do the good. The other one is the the corrupt Japanese businessman who tried to, you know, sell the other person, essentially. And to me, that's almost like the good side and the bad right. side his arguing with each devil. other. And yeah, right. because the, the fat guy is basically saying, don't bring it. It's just another mouth to feed. Yeah, just just think about yourself. Like one has a more scarcity point of view where, you know, like there's only so much and you have to like get rid of it yeah. f- for your own good. While the other one has a more like, I guess, more humanitarian point of view. Yeah, that's the thing. The businessman in this section of the manga, he's 
he is a, a, a slimy person, but he's also a realist in a sense. He's where he's like, Yeah, he's practical where he says, well, we have no money. We need to do something to get some financing to get out of our situation. And again, he's he, he's kind of leeching on these people because he can't do it himself. But again, he does require their help to do it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But again, this is the beauty of this kind of like manga at this at this section, this particular section is that he decides, you know, she's the the other characters. Right. Right. But just a couple scenes later, baby dies anyways. Yeah. But she but she yells at him and she's like, what's wrong with you? You're supposed to be a doctor. You're supposed to be. Yes. Helping people. And I believe that was the moment where he's like, well, like, what does it mean to be a doctor? Because he was raised with that idea of the corruption, the base corruption of the Japanese medical society. Um, that's what he was taught, you know? And then through this small interaction with the child, I feel like he truly understands what it means to be a doctor, to sacrifice yourself whatever it means to preserve life. No, absolutely. And it's, so, and so this is where we're looking more at his at his inner his inner image, what he thinks of himself. And a doctor is supposed to save people. So in his head, it's like, I couldn't even save this baby. I couldn't save, there was a couple of, uh, 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 earlier earlier when uh, they have that first patient who has Mon Mao in room 66. Yeah, he blames himself for that death too. He he blames himself for a lot of shit. And and it's only near the end where he kind of breaks himself and realizes that I had no control over this right well he, it takes some time to get there so this yeah. is the, this scene is really what like like you're saying he's at his lowest and and uh the most vulnerable he's still contending with that like i couldn't even save this baby and now i wanted to kill him and 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 reka the um, the, the the freak for for, for for lack of a better word help them realize like the more humanitarian part of that yeah and it's not till later as you mentioned where he's saving the village elder in in I believe in Taiwan it was yeah Taiwan. Half the village wants to kill him because he's a fucking demon. He's a dog. Yeah, and this is the first time they're seeing this disease, right? Right. Yeah. But but when they see but but the ones who want to the ones who are more concerned about saving the the, the village elder, uh, um, help him give him time to like do surgery because you know like yeah. he's, he's a, They're doctor. a little bit more rational because right. they i believe one of them like listens to him and then realizes oh he's like he a knows, doctor he knows what he's talking yeah about. he's an exactly. educated person that's exactly what uh dr osanai has been trying to get along this whole time every, every every time people treat him like shit they yeah hurt him cause him vi- um uh harm him with violence or you know just like treat him negatively he says i'm a fucking doctor i'm a fucking doctor and finally someone is recognizing him for his you know his his knowledge yeah (laughs) and that's another layer to add to this manga the fact that um people uh are prejudiced just based on looks oh yeah right and there are some people who could look past that but i i believe the manga does this well but i also believe it does it badly for some other parts but again this is only because this was made during the 70s and i i i think i think he did it on purpose like he he purposely put that small section about racism and not just against blacks, but, 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 but also against Asians. Cause yeah. Yeah. You know, so it, it was Oriental thrown around. I don't know if that's a derogatory term. Well, that's basically yeah, time, what I would imagine. That's basically what he, he, he was trying to convey. Yeah. Like, like that guy treated him like shit because he wasn't like them. Yeah. Yeah. 
So um, a lot of that, a lot of like race topics that comes up in this manga too. Um, it's a very mature manga, that's for sure. This is not for people who have difficulties reading about rape, reading about the race issues and stuff like that. This is definitely a manga for adults. And you got to come at it with the aspect of what this person was writing during their time. Right. So that's an important aspect to keep about this manga. It's very provocative. For me, I personally believe that those moments were just provocative just to be provocative, you know? Some parts, yeah. Yeah. I I would say the whole racism part was more to the story. Well, I think I would say it would add, but the thing to the story, again, I would go back, is the thrilling, suspenseful nature of the power dynamics with corruption and, like, the main character. Right, but... but that's like a it sprinkle. That that's like a part of the story, but it's not the main part. But that's what makes the story better. Because if it was just focusing on him, then it would it would uh, to me personally it would be less interesting. Yeah, it w- it wasn't totally focusing focusing on him. I'm saying that um, if it focused more on like the race stuff, like it would deter from oh yeah the thriller aspect. That wasn't I'm the main saying, story. Yeah, it wasn't the main th- story. What I'm saying is yeah, the thriller part is my favorite part, and like. The race stuff is just like sprinkles, you know, they just add it in there, essentially. But so so even though Osanai wasn't being affected by the racism, he was being affected by the same mechanisms, the the, the same thought process. So in... in I would it, say it's like a, the her, the hierarchy, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, the heretical, no, not heretical. The whole nature of the power dynamics. That's what I'm going to go back to, where it's one person is in power and they make decisions based off, like, they make the decisions for everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, um, like that priest who wanted to kill the uh, Sister Helen, right? He was just making that decision because he was a racist person. Yeah. yeah. That's a corruption aspect for yeah. sure. And, um racism and then he was also worried about his own um, and his own social standing yeah his standing because if they found out from that church that woman came from the the mau mau it it would affect them they would probably get like erased exactly (laughs) get murked but on a more like a physical level just like the reason why these people act like assholes they look at you you're like you know you're different from them so they treat you differently they they treat you badly so it, it, it wasn't just race Osanaya is being affected by like this. He's being affected by this just because he doesn't look human. Yeah, he doesn't look human. Which I mean, again, if I was in somebody else's shoes and I saw that, I would probably have the same reaction. Honestly, would you try and kill him? I I'd probably <laughs> run away in fear. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna fight a dog person. So that's yeah. So so to me, that's the same. The the same beginnings. Uh, and I, and I, I'm not saying your reaction is a negative. It's not a bad one. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to go up to this dog person and be like, hey, man, what's up? You know, I would I would be like, I mean, we saw that in real life. We would our natural reactions would probably be. That's exactly afraid it. and run. It's it. Well, I, I wouldn't necessarily run, but it's it's a natural human well, you reaction. Gonna fight him? You don't have to. You could just talk to the fucking thing. <laughs> you're you're going to talk to a dog person. What, see, so if you that, saw so a do- okay, no wait, you're wait. proving my point. If you, <laughs> but this is like a dog person. What if an alien came down? Are you gonna try to negotiate, talk to an alien? You're not gonna have like an existential crisis for that moment, going like, "What the fuck is this shit?" You know, and then have fear and be like, 
is it going to hurt me? Is these it are not going to hurt me? These are all natural reactions. Yeah. I completely agree. But but what I'm trying to say is that the way the way we feel is one thing. What we decide to do with those feelings is another thing. So whether it, it's, it's to run away in fear because you, you're scared, which is fine. And another thing is to try and destroy the thing. And another thing is we'll be like, oh, um, I think I'll be all right. Let, let, let me go talk to that person. You know, like there's. But you're not going to think it's a person. Your first reaction no, 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 if no. you saw a dog man. Let me go talk to that thing. Like the point is that like so you have your reaction. Yeah. But that's not going to be everyone else's reaction. And that's exactly. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, I wouldn't. If I had a gun, maybe I would try to kill it. Tell you the truth. If I saw. But I'm being real, man. Like, I know. If I saw real. a dog person, like, that's not something you run into every day. That's something that challenges your notion of a human being. So this is the yeah. same thought process for these fucking races who look at black people. They're unlike me. So either I put them in their place or I get rid of them. Well, yeah, no, that's a legit thing that happens. But. I, I don't know. I think, being, but it comes from the same thinking. This is something yeah. that's not that, 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 that's that's not me. It's unknown. So either I treat it with contempt, or I, I I put it out of my head. I try to get rid of it, or I just run away. Like yeah. Well, again, if it's with other people, like I'm not I'm not racist. You know, I, I'm I not, like I'm, say I'm, hi to people. I'm, I'm not calling you a Dog racist person. <laughs> Fuck that, man. I'm I'm out. Like, I, how, how do we know if this is not like? A virus thing you know again what if it bites me and i become a dog person then i'm fucked i understand i completely agree with you but what i'm trying to say this is this is the begin. like so that, that's why he had that juxtaposition like the reason why he put that racism part was there is the, um to be a direct parallel to what us and i was dealing with and his whole facial thing could also just be what was going on during the time because 70s was a very racy time. Well, that's my opinion. So, yeah. anyway, so let's let's continue moving. Would you fight a dog person? Why would I need to find a dog person? Well, what would you do if you saw a dog person? It depends on the situation. Like he's just walking. Is it a small dog person? Is it a really big dog person with muscles? Is a dog person? Is this dog person foaming at the mouth and looks like he wants to kill me, or does he look like a sweet little dog but just looks like a person? <laughs> like there's <laughs> different, not... dude. Oh man, I would be, I would just be weirded out the whole time. Of course, I'd be I wouldn't weirded be thinking out. all this stuff. I would just be like, "What is that there? What, what the fuck is that?" You know, even if it is cute, a little dog person, no way, man, no way. I would be freaking out. I would be like, "What so the how fuck do you is feel, that shit?" How do you feel when you see like a very dirty and weird um, homeless person on the street? I just think that's a homeless person who has no home, which could be solved if people did stuff like not. Not just like so, uh, socially accepting that they have problems or mental problems or drug issues, right? But just like, would you go and talk to the person and see how they were? Yes, and- I have done that before. Okay, perfect. yeah, I have done that before. I have actually, um, well, this is when I was younger. I did this when I was young and fucking naive. You know what I mean? And I thought everybody was nice and everything because I have gone up, uh, helped out, not helped out homeless person in the sense of uplifting them and giving them all the shit, but I have gotten on huge drug bins drug binner bingers and spoken to homeless people on my fucking journeys oh so you had to be you had to be under the influence to go talk to homeless people well no 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 i mean <laughs> when's the last time you talked to a homeless it. person not for a while man i don't i just i work at home now you know so i barely leave home so that same that same 
um no it's not the thought, same no, no no i'm not saying yeah. it's the same i'm saying but that same thought process you just had let me go talk to this person and try to understand them or, or or try to have a conversation with a normal human being yeah within that's the thing i see these persons as people you know what i mean not like you see that's the problem with this country is that we see homeless people as like a second class being you know they're not human right and it sucks because like the way we could solve this is just give them a home that's why I brought this up for this, because yeah. this is v- v- relevant to the conversation we're having right now. But I don't know. <laughs> Seeing a dog person in real life, I would freak out no matter what. <laughs> and there would be people who agree with me who will say, I would either kill it, run away in fear, or one of those two. I feel and like there's, people- there's rarely any minute ground. That's like saying, that's like Mark Wahlberg saying, like, if he was on the uh, plane on that on during 9-11, that it wouldn't happen. Mark Wahlberg, he said that. How fucking crazy is that? I think that's just... Um, that's just him just saying psychotic. shit. Psychotic. Right? Speaking yeah, about psychotic, exactly. let's talk about the psychotic character in this manga. Your favorite character. Oh, Dr. Urabe. Dr. Urabe is a... He's the one mainly raping everybody. For no reason, either. He comes up with his own... He, he kind of gives like explanations why, right? And he even approach the abuser i mean the the abused and tells her like why at one point in the makeup why he did it right and yeah he, he tries to justify it yeah he tries to justify it which again like i hate this fucking character like i hate him because he uses people he's just out for himself he he pretends to want to help people but you know he's just a piece of shit person yeah, he is very manipulative. Um, after the main corrupt doctor got rid of our main character, Osanai, he starts to use Urabe. So, I mean, really, you know, he's just a product of his of his environment. Um, acting, he's learning from the head doctor. Like, you have to use people in order to get ahead. Yeah. Well, I that's mean, what a psychopath I, is. They, they see people not as people, but as things they could use. But I would also say that he was just, he had problems to begin with because even before that happened to him, the very first, one of the very first scenes, he's already raping. Yeah. He's so, already raping the first, <laughs> yeah, that's. So it's just, it, part of it is just him. Yeah. But, but that's then, the issue with this is again, like, re, like, it's not like you can't have rape part of your story. Right. And sometimes in some other mangas or even other stories, like the rape part is what like empowers a person to do like get revenge or something. Right. Like look at Hands Maiden Tale. Right. Like that's that's filled with rape, essentially. Right. And and it's about the women like dealing with this, but also like learning how to fight back in their own way. Right. I'm glad you mentioned revenge because that is because I to me, my argument is Osanai and Dr. and Sister Helen are the main characters and they're both dealing with very similar things happening to them but they deal with it differently and Osanai his main thing throughout most of the thing is revenge until he 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 realizes until that point until that point yeah, yeah. but that's the driving force at first is he wants to get revenge he that's wants- why I like him so much because and- he has that whole beginning motivation of getting back that moment different change and see i don't necessarily believe in revenge i'm the kind of person who says revenge is pointless because it's not really it's not really helping you grow and that's probably why i like sister helen um at least that part of her character she didn't care about the revenge she was dealing more with her own thing and that was her resolve yeah well 
in her position, she couldn't really get any form of revenge, right? Because no matter what she, she would have would to kill say, him or something. <laughs> yeah, she, I mean, yeah, that was the only way. But I mean, at the end, this character, the Doctor Urbe, um, he just he's just the classic example of a fucking serial killer. Like yeah, he's the worst. Yeah. He is. He is. And you know, maybe that was the idea behind it, whatever. But my whole thing is, I hate him. But I'm not saying I hate him in the sense of like I hate him, like I hate the manga writer the author for writing this character no i hate him as the character he is (laughs) yeah and and for all his moral uh corruptions he does kind of play the role of the good guy in a way some of the the things he does is to help um dr also but again it is but really it's just just for himself it's just for himself and at the end of the day He's the one you see, since he doesn't have anything tangible to keep him a part of the reality that is part of what he was going through, right? For Dr. Um, Osanai, oh, yeah, Os- Osabe, Osanai, Osanai. Um, he's he gets he his catalyst of staying of who he is and how to stay the right path is the fact that. He had his worldview open in the sense of meeting these interesting characters and understanding the value of life. Whether it is dying, you still have the pursuit to to keep it alive. And that's what he discovers. And that's his like kind of catalyst on keeping him mentally sane to a point, right? Sister Helen, it's through her religion. It's through Jesus and everything that she kind of keeps herself grounded right they need these anchors to keep them motivated to keep them going in life and i don't think it's a part of them to ignore their traumas it's them taking the traumas and understanding what it's done to them right, right? they have to like fit it into their worldview they have to fit it in their worldview it needs to make sense and it has to make sense to them it has to be tangible for them because again if you look at dr urubai he had nothing you know the only thing he had was his pursuit of knowing uh, of knowing what's going on with everything right and since nobody gave him any respect essentially he went insane right because all the people we've been using end up just not uh, coinciding with him you know yeah they, he like he he didn't have anything to you're right absolutely right he, he didn't have anything to hold on to everything was just um just thrown away basically yeah just well it was more of to me it was more of like this is what happens if your anchor is yourself like your anchor is you trying to just be the best in whatever it is right that you're willing to ignore all these other people's feelings you're not willing to accept them because again i think this character was literally written as a psychopath a person who has no emotional attachments to people right because every conversation he has with people is just a form of status <laughs> of manipulation yeah. yes it's it's oh there's always something in greater context that he needs to interact with different people yeah you're right because the the, the main resolution between um main resolution for us and i and, and sister helen even though they were different they both ended up becoming serving serving people serving some greater good whether Helen it was serving people through the catalyst of her religion or Dr. U- uh, Osanai. Osanai, who 
decides that get rid of the corruption, get rid of all that. We need to go back to the people. And well, I think that was really more his um, his revenge, like like to, that revenge needed yeah. to be um, res- resolved. In yeah, the end, yeah. In the end, um, he, um, he wanted to go help this village that accepted him in what was it in somewhere in 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 the middle east yeah yeah so they both kind of like just left to go help people in need the poor people yeah. um the, the the ones who were ill and really salvation like i think there's a there's definitely a lot of like christian themes and and a christian angle to this and i think yeah i think that's more entitled or more tied to not with the main character because the main character, there's um, very little religious iconography. The only thing I could think of is like Japanese Shintoism. But I think Tezuka himself was was Christian, so he was so he was uh, putting forth these um, these morals, these themes. And even yeah. though it doesn't have to be with God, but like I'm not religious, I don't believe in God. But there's a lot of things I could agree with with a religious person, just simply when it comes to morals. Yeah. Yeah, like, with morals, exactly. I, I would make sense. And I, I, so I think, and I think you're absolutely right. Like, like when when you're not like connecting with people, and you're just you're just being very like it's not independent, but very um selfish. Well, yeah, it's it's that's, what, um, that's kind of yeah, what selfish. destroyed him. It's more like if you lose all those emotional and um, supports of people of society of like greater society where people will accept you for who you are nobody could accept dr urbe because he he everybody i wouldn't say everybody solved through his manipulation because there was definitely some characters who were just fucking blindsided by his manipulation right but that was his his whole attempt the whole time right his manipulation and he ignored people's feelings and through that caused him to dive down into a deep sorrow and a deep depression and a, and a crazy sense of paranoia no i agree i agree yeah no i and i definitely looked didn't look at it that way before but he's definitely a great um opposite to the two um to, uh, to the two characters yeah. if you have one set of characters that are trying to do the utmost good you're gonna have to have one character that's gonna do the utmost evil so and, again, and one thing I feel that was kind of lacking, which now thinking about it, I think Urbai was supposed to be was the villain for a while because the villain was the head doctor, but he only had a couple of uh, panels. So I feel like they needed an actual person to kind of like to get readers to go, like, oh, I don't like this guy. Right. So that the main character could overcome that person. Um. But then again, it doesn't happen because this is the beauty of it. Uh, something happens to Dr. Urbai and it just resolves his shit completely. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, uh, we're reaching the hour mark, so I'm trying to think of anything else we want to talk about. I would like to very quickly talk about the the premise of Mau Mau disease itself. Because that itself is also a really cool aspect that gets touched on in the sense of the medical aspect but not really so much in the in in the in the character developments right because it's it it is is it an epidemic it's some form of it's affecting different countries that's for sure so they kept calling it endemic which means that it's it's already in 
um, communities. Yeah, exactly. It's it's already a, a part of the community, and and the reason for that is because it was it was water that was going through very old um, geological structures, like yeah. like deeper in the earth. So that's why it was usually by mountain ranges, or in the case of of the South it's American village, it's very mysterious, which I like. They don't really capture anything it's right it's whole left in the air right because they go through the science of it but then like it's it's betrayed as it is which i really like in the sense of everybody kind of knows about it like to a degree right with the characters we're interacting with reading about but like this mama disease it's um it's it has its own mysterious origins. Yeah, it's some sort of mineral or something in 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 the old earth that's yeah. leaking into the water, and then as the person drinks this water, be- they're getting these tiny tiny little amounts. As it accumulates, it affects. And now it doesn't affect everyone the same because there's different people who 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 drink the water. But there's it implies that there's something genetics, something biological about the person drinking it. Yeah, that is either. Um, it's either a um, it like progresses it endocrine disease. Well, because it's it's slowly building up. Yeah, so it's like if you're taking slowly taking poison over time, it's not gonna kill you at first, but it's probably gonna eventually build up to the point where it kills you. Yeah, yeah. But some people may be naturally immune to that poison, so unfortunately, some people aren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But again, it's what I it would refer back to what I originally said. It's very H.P. Lovecraft, you know, because um when I was reading this, I was thinking of um. The H.P. Lovecraft, I believe it's a fish. Uh, I, I forgot the name of the book, but it's about a small village that's slowly turning into fish people. And they all worship like an old one in the ocean. And they're all becoming, slowly becoming fish people. So, you know, you see the parallels, right? But what I really like about the manga is that they kind of cover it in a medical sense. While H.P. Lovecraft, it's more of the mystery and it's more of a horror where there's no, there's hardly any explanation. And usually the main character goes crazy with the information they found out. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I've never read H.P. Lovecraft, so I can't really comment on that. Yeah, it's, he's, he has some good reads. And then, um, let's just, some. would you like to wrap it up? Yeah, it's already we're hitting the hour, but it's okay. definitely something I want to talk about. There's a lot to this manga. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of ph- philosophical points. There's a lot of really good art style, um, like in the sense of like the open scenes and the the at the oh, early the art's awesome. The yeah, art's at, beautiful. At the early, it's kind of rough in my opinion when it's when it's starting out. Just not not the environment scenes. I like those. Just the people. Some people just kind of look too um, lengthy. That makes any sense, but that's it. That's the only thing I could point out. But later on, he starts getting the perspectives and like the overall shape of people, like to pretty good proportions. So, um, I believe this was just him, just you know, I like flexing out his work. Could be. I mean, um, I I like the scenes where um, he where like he would show people going through like their emotions, whether Urab is going to psychosis or when. Osanai is first um, being affected by Monma, like, like these, like he 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 won't follow like like the panel left right left right left right, you know the um, of a, a regular manga, but he like kind of breaks it up with the head, like in one particular scene, he'll, he'll have their head and it's like turning, 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 and it's just like kind of 
wraps around the rest of the panels. This is really interesting. Yeah, those parts were kind of unnerving for me. I love like the, not in a bad way. Like and I like think, it's unnerving because I'm read I'm like watching it and it's like man, this is like and that was the point. That's like crazy. You know what I mean? Because this person is going through this like they're trying yeah. to like. Um, interact in this human interaction but they're also going through their own shit in their head and just kind of driving them crazy it's it's destroying the page well how the how the page moves yeah. it's 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 breaking away from that convention so that was really interesting i there, like his environmental scenes as i said but i like in the design of like the village when you right. see like the whole village section and you see the trees and stuff i also like the villages because they were like broken down and it and and with the church i, I really like how he designed the church it was it was he he's a good manga artist that's for sure. for sure like definitely i could definitely but again while reading this i could see him working on his art it's kind of like berserker um from the gold from the black swordsman arc to like the golden age arc yeah his art definitely got better over time yeah that that also spanned him. <laughs> for no, he years. has yeah he has a long career um and and I really like his Blackjack um, manga series. That, that's, I was trying to find his one scene. That's where, probably where I know him the most. There's trying to find his one scene where like it's 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 the village and it's a mountainous area and it's, it's all this rain. The oh, way yeah. the way how he just drew all the rain, just fucking beautiful. I like. I also like the moments where it would do close-ups of Urabe. Ur, um, Urabe. Again, I don't like this character, but I like how he showcases him with the close-ups because he looks with his eyebrows and with his just facial structure it looks very menacing, menacing. it looks like something like a slimy person i wouldn't trust <laughs> so yes yeah, so to wrap it up um i think there was definitely a f- uh, there's, there's a lot going on in this manga but some of the main themes we touched upon was definitely medical corruption yeah um social standing whether it's the racial hierarchy in south of uh, south africa the social um, standing in uh, of, of M Hospital and you know and all the different hospitals and and the JMA and then just our main character Doctor Kirihito Osanai and his his struggle losing himself losing his his identity but then regaining it really it really it it, it he was always a doctor he just became more of like he got rid he he shed the um, that medical corruption side of 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 the doctor and became more yeah. of like an emphatic doctor actually taking care of the people he went back to the basics personally for my personal stuff that's what kept me going that's what kept me reading was this main character struggle that's what that's the main reason why i kept going everything else was was good everything else was um written okay and stuff but the main character, his struggle, that that's what I was really liking, you know. Yeah, I he really was the main like, character, so yeah, yeah, he's the main character. He's supposed to be like that, but um I really like I really like comparing characters from when you first see them till the end. I really like doing that on a personal level. And you know, you see the the main the difference at the end, right? At the beginning he's he's um prideful he's full of confidence within himself so he's speaking to people comfortably he's a very likable character too he's very likable guy right and then at the end he becomes this like hardened dude he's hardened after all the experience and 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 the end like he's jaded yeah he's he's jaded but it's almost like he he realizes 
everything. It's like he saw the truth, right? He saw the truth. He sees everything Ooh, behind I'm glad the veil you said that. I'm and glad now you understands said that. what the world is like or what his what the world views of people having this disease is like. And I th- and so I, I think his story is slightly mirrored. It is mirrored. Um, but to me, Sister Helen is a mirror of him, but, but a much smaller level. Obviously, she's not a main character like him. Yeah. She does also go through that struggle of, of dealing with that self-image. And then her social standing, like she doesn't really care too much about the social standing. She's more about her relationship with God, um, her acceptance in the church gone. That was destroyed from her, you know, like, like uh, some of the people who, people who are, she's, she's supposed to trust, um, you know, her, the priest tries to kill her. She ends up trusting Urabe and he tells him, I love you. And he, and he ends up, you know, manipulating her. So all these things keep like, um, building up, building up. And she, um, she got, she goes back to, um, to the basics just like Osanai, like like basically finding acceptance, I guess, within themselves, like seeing themselves. She finds purpose. Yeah, she, that was the problem. Is that she was but struggling for both of to them, find purpose at the end of her whole shvit with Doctor Urabe. But then, through a small, subtle gesture of just walking through a village and seeing how it is, realizes that this is my place in life. But to me, that's it was the same as Osanai. Like, they both went back to the basics. Like, he was a doctor. That's how he's supposed to train. That was, like, the theory behind it, even though he didn't fully understand it. Yeah. You know, it, it, he, he was more up in the other stuff. And the same thing with her. Like, for her, it was really a, a, a test of God to really test her faith. You know, like, she understands the theory, but how do you react when things actually happen to you? Like, you, you could say, oh, yeah, I would do this and that. But when that actually happens to you, how the person reacts that really shows that their character and and how they grow from that so to me they both grew from that i think that's the i think that's a that's a good insight i think that's what carries over throughout the whole thing but for me at the end i feel like but i like how oh yeah i know i know i know you you thought she was not that important (laughs) no yo can i finish finish okay i wasn't even going to talk about sister helen i was if you were listening i was talking about the main character I know, but let me finish my thought because okay. you keep talking about the main character. And then I love how you said um, that you said about him, like it was really just trying to find the truth. So I think that's another parallel with, once again, these Christian themes, um, finding the truth, finding the logos. If you remember from our, um, our Radiant Historia episode. Um, finding logos? The logos, that's the truth. That's um, in... In, in some Greek f- f- philosophies and of which are based um which influences which influenced early Christianity which which mo- which was more like a, a, a Gnosticism um, it's about finding the truth finding the logos so mm. so really they found they found their place I guess with not necessarily with God but just um, they found peace through what was really important and because you said the truth it just it, it, um you know even though they find their own truths yeah that they find their own purpose in life but yeah they're very similar truths like like how, how we're saying how urabe never finds a resolve because he doesn't really connect with people he's so interested in himself yeah while osanai and helen 
they find they um, have something to keep them there and it's through it's through other people it's through community it's through helping others through serving yeah even though one's based in god and one's not based in god it's yeah it's, it's the same answer the answer is just be a good person that's exactly it. Just, just don't be a dick but unfortunately exactly we live in societies where that is not the prerogative but see so that's what early yeah. religions were teaching be a good person be a good moral person yeah but they also have rules you know what i mean don't don't talk to these people don't talk to those people i know dude i'm not i'm, I'm not saying that i'm not advocating for religion i am a atheist <laughs> yes but you but but you but you have to look at at um just i'm looking the, at the characters yeah exactly and they're uh, basically they all dealt these with these moral questions and they ended up finding something very similar like to, to me almost the same it's serving others and being a good person being a good person but through different means for both each you know what i mean well they had different journeys but the yeah. answer is very much the same they had and different th- life journeys. And to me, I think that's what the, our, our author was, that's the story he was really trying to tell. He was telling, he, uh, you know, it was a medical thriller and everything, but the resolution was really more of a moral resolution for these different characters. And that those who didn't have those morals ended up dying or losing Just their one standing. person, really. No. Oh, oh, um. The main corrupt doctor. Yeah, yeah. Even though he, he got what he wanted, he ended up losing everything. And, and, and Yeah, he did, did he die, though? Yeah, he uh, well, uh, well, 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 um, he he's just expected by Mon to die. Yeah, that's that's the thing. He's he got the virus, and it's just like they know he's gonna die eventually. Yeah, so he's gonna yeah. live his life in a it, uh, as a dog person in a bed because you know, yeah. So whatever. Anyway, so I think that's that's my argument. That's that's what he he was trying to do. And then like you have all these other characters who are assholes, like the sadistic Taiwanese millionaire who um. Who, who captures Osanai and puts him in, into slavery yeah. and is treating these people as fucking... Animals. As animals yeah. for, 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 for just entertainment. Yeah. That's well, it was another... An, yeah, it was like a circus show. Another morally corrupt character. You know, he's rich, he has everything he ever wants, and he doesn't really have anything no. morally. <laughs> yeah, doesn't he get murked too? He gets affected by the, um, the, the, the Mon Mom. Yeah, yeah, he gets, he gets affected too. It's all, um, when you get infected by the mamma very quickly, you are expected to die. That is, that is part of it. I do believe that the main character does have satisfying revenge moments. Oh, yeah. And um, when you said um, you're the type of person not to like revenge, like, in a real world aspect, yeah, but um, in written forms, I like the revenge stories. I like uh, revenge stories. So this oh, was it, a it, very it, satisfying revenge story, too. Because the fact that the main character looks down on him that's the important thing by the by the way um i don't know if you saw it but every time the main doctor was was being affected by the mau mau disease or like when the main character approached him he's always on the floor he's always like on the bed on the floor he's and when he stands up he's trying to portray a sense of power but then nobody listens to him and then like it looks like people are like growing above him in some sort you know representing the reversal of the roles you know what i mean yeah it's a good minor detail yeah yeah definitely (laughs) this is is. why minor detail this is why i like media stuff like this this is what i look for in stuff i try to look for where people are positioned how they're positioned and how they're approached in the story you know like again one of my favorite uh, scenes or one of my favorite panels is when Urbai's holding St. Ellen and it's in a 
the lighting is that the window is like on their left side and it's like night lighting like almost like moonlighting in a sense it's supposed to be dark it's black and white manga it's not colored but i think it was during at night and it was like moonlit something or it could have been just during the day i could have just misinterpreted it well the sun was coming in and it, it was it was a nice representation of of like you had the darkness and you had um there was there a was cross jesus a on, crucifixion on a cross yeah and that was the only thing lit in the darkness except for where sister helen was sitting and 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 the sun coming in from the from the, from the window so she was lit up here's another small and, minor detail and oh, U- yeah. urabe was all, all, all dressed in black so it, it, it was a nice juxta- um, juxtaposition between the two because he was planning something um, later, uh, we learn about his scheme. So you see that he was, you know, completely somewhere else, while her her mind was just in her. You know, she was being a good moral character. In a very quickly minor detail, very quick. In that same scene, she's she is being hugged, and she's being covered by the black and black hair, right, representing the darkness that Urbe is essentially, right. And she's looking at the cross, almost like in a prayer. Um, position like she's praying you know I mean she's she's like she's being held by Urbai, um, but when I was looking at it it was almost like she was like looking up trying to like hold that connection because what I took from that is that Jesus will be there for her in the darkest of darkest of her hours right yeah, yeah because um you know that was her getting rid of her and that was her how she overcame her own trauma and all the things she went through is that she used the religion as a catalyst to keep her centered to keep her to remind her again yeah be a good person do the good things and whatnot but more and then, importantly and then, and then particularly in this scene she agreed to go to the conference and stand as a as a freak in front of everyone yeah, to see like a show, the whole world essentially yeah and then that to me is where she got rid of that that's not selfish image but like the um, the vain image like you know like like not not care about what you look like yeah i would say for me it was more like um how G- like she was being persecuted in a sense oh yeah there's definitely like, a huge parallel almost there. like how people would surround like non-religious people and fucking stone them Right. That's almost the same feeling I got, you know, that they were looking at her as this other object, this inhuman thing. Right. And she has to use her religion as a catalyst for her own trauma because it's the only thing that was there for her in her life. That was the only true thing she could put her trust in. And I think that's the important thing in this manga, too, is about trust, about trusting your systems. But, you know. Being able to question it, being able to say, hey, this ain't right, you know? It's good to ask questions. It's good to push the system a bit, right? But again, the system's going to fight back. So be prepared for that. Be ready to go on the journey of, um, what was his name again? The main character? Osanai. Dr. Dog. Dr. Dog. Be be prepared for the journey of the Dr. Dog if you want to fight the system. Uh, And I'm glad we mentioned Dr. Dog. So that was like the... He he hated being called a dog. He wanted to be a human, and in the end, the people who finally accepted in this village he ends up living at, yeah, they call him Doctor Dog, and they tell him like it's it's a term of endearment. It's just easier for for us to say that Doctor Dog, yeah. And then he, that's where he finally like has to contend with like, you know, like I, I have to accept this name 
because you know like i have to get rid of this like this negative image of me like because these people actually accept me and it's really all i'm looking for now thinking about it um the main character died and with the rain because remember at the end it's raining he's reborn as dr dog Dog. (laughs) and with that we bid you good evening thank you for joining us on this edition of chimps manga corner yeah chimps manga corner Catch you next time, folks. Bye-bye.